Hello, hi everyone. How are you all on a Sunday afternoon? Today we are back with one more topic on our podcast called The Financial Expert wherein we will be providing our expert advice on how to become rich. Whenever I read a news item that such and such a billionaire had his entire wealth scraped down by say 14% due to the stock market crash, I become sad. Being an empathetic, sensible and sensitive bloke, I become sad that the bugger was so much worth in the first place. But being a gentleman I am, I also let out a silent prayer for the millionaire that next time around when the share prices fall, it better be start drastic enough to wipe out at least 90% of his holdings. Anyway, these being volatile times in the stock market, what are the other financial investment options available for the middle class folks like you and me? In this podcast, let us analyze a few beginning with the Provident Fund. The working of the Provident Fund is in nutshell the beauty of collective living. You contribute an amount X from your salary and your employee chips in with an amount Y and the government collects them and uses them for the larger social good like paying salary to Provident Fund employees who are unemployable elsewhere. You are allowed to withdraw money from your Provident Fund account only for genuine reasons like your own death. You may think this to be extreme but you have to agree the government You have to agree that the government is strict in this matter for a practical purpose. The government does not want you to be wasting your own money, especially since the government holds the sole authority to do so, to waste your money. But if you are a monthly salaried working person, the Employee Provident Fund scheme remains the most secure investment option. It is so safe that you yourself cannot withdraw your own money deposited with the Provident Fund account. You can do so only when you are able to produce a gun or a dagger with a threat to unleash it on the officers in which your money will be returned as long as the gun is attested by the notary public. Now we move on to the option number two which is the fixed deposit. Do you remember this game? As a kid, you used to place peacock feathers between the pages of a book with the hope that they would somehow magically yield another feather by the morning. If you have invested in fixed deposit, we strongly suspect that you have carried your childhood peacock feather fantasy too far into your adult life. This is because when you invest in fixed deposit, you basically get back the same amount. Perhaps that is why it is aptly named as fixed deposit to start with. Of course, you stand to get a decent return on your fixed deposit if you work out on a compound interest. But let us not kid ourselves here. If you and your banker are anywhere near capable of computing compound interest, you guys would probably now be working as a scientist in NASA and not hearing this dubious podcast. So basically, you have to make do with the simple rate of interest whose formula, as you would remember, from your school days, simple interest is equal to PNR by 100. And you, you can work out this PNR by looking it upon your train ticket where it is readily mentioned. 
ha 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 we fooled you oh no don't worry you fooled yourself already by investing in the fixed deposits now we move on to the option 3 which is the insurance policies there are many types of insurance policies but as an investment option the popular ones are mostly two the first one where you agree to pay a fixed amount every month quarter or a half year and after a period of time you get a well meaning call from the insurance company that your policy is lapsing as you not you had not paid the monthly or the quarterly installments for a few times you will ask them why we did not you will ask them uh, why did they not inform you earlier itself they will say that they had sent regular intimations it is then you realize that those irritating envelopes from the insurance company that you cast aside without even opening them was the blighted intimations so we move on to the option 2 which may be a useful one for you which is you pay a huge amount up front for a policy that promises considerable return after 15 years or so you then you then forget about it till one day you realize that you had parked some huge amount of money in a insurance policy and you begin searching for the policy document in your cupboard and voila you will unearth your unpaid credit card bill from 2001 which even today you retain for heaven reasons and then after considerable rummaging during which you and your spouse will blame each other for the total lack of upkeep you will finally manage to locate the policy document and luckily the maturity date is still 5 years away now don't worry it will be 5 years away even when you see it 5 years later it always is nobody i know has ever encashed a long term insurance policy till that insurance industry or for that matter the entire financial market works on the larger prudential principle this was the first letter, lesson i learned at the iims that most people are suckers as you can see the popular investment option available to the common people don't allow you to get rich in the event stock markets continue to offer the best hope to be sure you may not become rich overnight when you invest on the equities but by the dint of your patience and perseverance stock markets can help you realize the ultimate middle class dream which is to see a few billion as become middle class overnight thank you talk to you next week so uh, this podcast has been uh, written by k palakumar and narrated and adapted by mukundan so for more such useful topics please catch on us at itunes by googling for laugh please also you can look for us on the soundcloud again by looking for laugh please thank you very much